Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 16-21. through 21. When God says that you would do well to pay attention, well, you probably should. Second Peter chapter 1, we're going to read verses 16 through 21. Peter writes, For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Well, this week we're moving on to the third article of the Belgic Confession of Faith. We're going to spend some time understanding the written word of God. This article begins this way. We confess that this word of God was not sent nor delivered by the will of men, but that holy men of God spoke, being moved by the Holy Spirit, as Peter says. Cleverly devised stories. What a phrase. The Greek word that this phrase translates is where we get the English word sophistry. What a perfect way to explain what the Bible would be if its primary claim that it is the very word of God were not true. These cleverly devised stories, even if totally fabricated, well, it still would be the most amazing work of literature ever produced in that the Bible combines dozens of writings from men who lived in vastly different ages, cultures, and languages. Yet its message remains consistent and is without contradiction. But of course, the Bible is not just a collection of stories and myths. Peter was an eyewitness to the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. He heard the very voice of God expressing his pleasure and love for his son. And Peter would go to his death testifying to the veracity of his claims, as would many of the other New Testament writers. But here Peter says in a sense, don't take my word for it. Rather than trying to unhitch Christianity from the embarrassing baggage of the Old Testament as some modern day evangelicals think of it, well, Peter doubles down on it. Peter writes that the prophetic message, that's what we call the Old Testament, he says that prophetic message is something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place. In other words, every word of the Old Testament is shining its light on what would be revealed in the Gospels and explained in the Epistles, that salvation is by grace alone, 
through faith alone, because of Christ alone. Let's dig a little bit deeper. The Bible isn't authoritative simply because its words are consistent, inerrant, that means without error, and infallible, uh, that it doesn't fail to convey God's truth. The Bible is authoritative simply because it's God's word. As Peter says, the scriptures are not cleverly devised stories. Rather, the men who wrote it spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. These, men's, these men wrote of their own experiences and their unique voices and personalities. Well, they come through in the expressions and the various writing styles that they used. And while it's true to say that the Bible is comprised of the words of Moses and David and Peter and Paul and many others, it's much more accurate to describe every syllable as the very word of God. Since the Holy Spirit was speaking through each of these men's voices. And we'll talk more about that later. And these words are unlike anything else ever written, which is why as a Christian, you are called to dedicate so much of your time and energy to know and understand these words. Unfortunately, you can't expect society to help reinforce biblical truth anymore as it once did in Western civilization. You must do this hard work of learning this sometimes difficult truth yourself so that you can teach it to those whom God has given you responsibility over. Well, as you pray, use the triple A prayer pattern. Begin your prayer by acknowledging who God is. Today, let's open our prayer to God, our Father, whose voice rings out through his word from the majestic glory. That's the way that Peter described it there in verse 17. Next, align your life with God's will. Do that by thanking God for his word and pray for the strength and the desire to pay attention to it. Then you can ask God for what it is that you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today is going to fade away, but the word of the Lord is unfading truth.